Joe, tell me about seeing connectedness. This follows on from what we were talking about, which is that binary thinking is this very common thing that people want to say that you're good at something or bad at something, that you believe in this or you don't believe in this, that you're pro-university or against university, and they want to see the world in that simple way because it's just easier. The real truth is, and you know, one of my dearest friends and mentors, the great Gilly, his favorite word is interconnectedness. And it's this beautiful view of the universe that all things are really interconnected. For this, I have to go back to Da Vinci, of course, Luke. And this will be restating something you said in an earlier episode. But I'll do a quick recap that Leonardo Da Vinci, you know, as obviously very early on was very prominent at painting and didn't really subscribe to this idea that other painters at the time had that there were very fixed lines and borders around things because that's how they painted. There was a very clear line breaking things up. Really, there were, you know, he saw everything as interconnected and blurred. Yeah, and that's that's why he painted in a particular way that actually reflected that. So he had less clear delineation around people, objects, when he painted. He saw everything as connected. And that's why he became, as we explained a couple of episodes ago, was interested in everything. Because if he was going to understand how to paint the body, he wanted to understand the body, which meant understanding anatomy. And if he wanted to paint them the way the light was hitting them, he had to understand light. Therefore, he went to understand optics, which meant he would go and understand physics. And that's why he actually became this diverse polymath and, and creative master. Because he actually saw what is the reality. He's kind of, you can summarize his mission. Because again, he wasn't really rich. He didn't showboat his paintings. He kept them in his office and would go show people the Mona Lisa and just say, oh, look what I'm painting for like, and that stayed there for like 14 years. So he wasn't really about, look at what I did. He was actually about interpreting nature. That was his mission. And you can substitute the word nature with the word reality. Reality is in, this is just the way things are. This is the true nature of things. And the reality is that things are connected. Things are connected. So what does that mean for say someone who's a listener, right? And, and how does that impact their daily life? Correct? So for me, all things are connected. You take something like writing, and you might say, well, I work full time, I'm stressed, I've got to pay a mortgage, I've got these other goals, why would I write? It's like the question is, why would you do anything? Because in writing, you're not just putting words on a page, you're refining and calming down your mind, which brings calmness and stillness into your day, and helps you think more clearly. Being able to think more clearly helps you perform better at work. Being able to perform better at work helps you earn more. Earning more helps you pay off your mortgage, <laughs> right? But writing does more than that. Writing helps you, your articulation skills. Writing, I think, can help you learn to speak more clearly. And if you can speak more clearly, you're capable of not only being better at your job and maybe better at sales, you're probably able to be a better leader. And you want to talk about leadership. The thing I'm obsessed with in terms of leadership at the moment is I don't think you can separate leadership from something like marketing, like a broader sense of marketing or sales. And why? 
why are those two things linked? Because if I'm going to lead, I basically have to say to someone like you, Luke, I have to say, this is what I'm doing. Come with me. So essentially I have to market or sell some sort of idea to you. You're here recording this with me on a Saturday afternoon. You're not getting paid a cent. Not, not, not a monetary cent. And yet you've decided to support and help out in a way you can. And to do that, I've had to lead. And for you to do that, you've also had to lead. But I've also had to market this to you. Whether it was aggressively, consciously, not really, not in this case. But this is just how it happened. So now you're talking about all these things that are just linked. And this is something I'd go to the great Charlie Munger, the, the famous investor, Warren Buffett's right-hand man, who, who puts this brilliantly in that the way we're educated now, especially at university, you're given one discipline normally. You study IT, you study engineering, or you study, you're not doing all of them. He goes, you should get the way of thinking. You don't necessarily need to know the technicalities of each of them, but each way of thinking is so valuable. He goes, don't let your professors only give you a single, you know, understand the scientific method. It's a great way of thinking. He applies it when he's analyzing stocks. Engineering is a great framework for problem solving. We've got so many great entrepreneurs who studied engineering. Our good friend, Scott McEwen, right? Civil engineer. And his co-founder at Espresso Will, also an engineering student. There's so many of them. And you, you, want, you want to talk about art. And art is this beautiful way of expressing things that is always going to be relevant to what you do. Oh, wow, how we've disrespected the arts for the last 300 years after the Enlightenment and cut that off and said that that was, you know, being able to express something artistically and creatively is always important. Even if you work in technology and mate, look at Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs theme. If Da Vinci was interpreting nature, Steve Jobs theme was the intersection of humanities and the sciences. You know, you can contrast him to say Bill Gates and look at the difference of Steve Jobs and Apple and the artistic nature of it and the simplicity and the branding with this, with this technological, you know, techie thing, which is technology. And now he married the two and that created a unique contribution. So when I say seeing, seeing connectedness, everyone goes, everyone's given this idea that you go into this career and you go off into this narrow niche that's you. And I'd say that the best thing is probably to do for most people, the opposite, even if you are some in a narrow field of expertise, Yes, have your T, which they call the T model. And I'm demonstrating it, even though this is an audio model, audio only episode. But the idea of the T is to be very deeply kind of proficient in at least one area. But the top of the T is like, have a great broad expo exposure to things. So even if you're going to be an insurance lawyer, still have an appreciation of all these beautiful things like philosophy, the scientific method, art, speaking, literature you know, Da Vinci, all, all these things, because they're all incredible ways of thinking. And the more you're exposed to, the more competitive edge you have against other people who are competing in your niche. And it all stems from this reality that all these things and anything you really want to be good at or get better at is actually fucking connected. Yeah. And that we're all people, we're all people and we're all connected too. You know, you want to think about that for a second. You want to think about how, you know, there is a minuscule genetic difference between us and say like an ape, yet we fight with people 
or consider people different based on what country they live in or whatever. Who decides, you know, where's India and where's Lebanon and all this? There are more Lebanese people in Sydney than there probably are in, in Lebanon and so forth. Like even people, like you can't see that people are all actually just very much the same. Like we're all really connected. And so this idea that there's these fixed borders and boundaries between things is just so counterintuitive. The real joy, and you really start to move and achieve and, and rise up fast when you can just see the connectedness. Steve Jobs, you know, king of creativity, said that creativity is just connecting things. I'll give you an example in my life, Joe, and I'll just see what you think of this. So, for example, when I started running, it was a, it was a habit that I chose to, well, I didn't really choose to adopt. My good friend Dom Bullock kind of got me into running as more of a social thing at first. And then I guess the habit itself of running became connected to pretty much all the other aspects of my life. And it was a really a thing that pushed me forward in the sense that at the time I was a, um, I was a smoker and go, starting running, obviously I moved away from that sort of lifestyle the going out all the time sort of thing. If you if you wanted to run and exercise, you can't really venture down that path because you know you won't be, you won't be able to function. And then as it became more of a habit, just the sheer thing of getting up in the morning and and exercising actually translated to many things like you were speaking to before, like more energy, you know, more just being a little bit more calm, more control of your emotions, better self confidence over time, and and that one simple thing of developing a running habit like cascaded on to all aspects of my life and not even that like then you start organizing thing with your friends and it becomes social and it becomes a part of that sort of journey you're on and you become closer to your friends and so that that's just the thing I was thinking in the background is it's not one thing it's not just getting fitter it, it just cascades to all other aspects of of your life it looks that way from the outside yeah yeah it looks like just this one thing and anyone listening to this right now is probably scrambling in their mind looking for that example for them, which I challenge them to do. What is that example for you? You know, what's that thing that is actually more than the thing? It's, it's wrapped in a bit. It's got, a, if you imagine a gift, it's got a particular wrapping, but, and that's what everyone sees when you take it home and open it up. What does it actually do? And it all, it is all it has to be completely interlinked. And you can also talk about this beautiful idea called, we, you know, convergence, yeah, that you actually find ways to bring things together, which is what you guys have done with running. It's not the bus I've gotten on, on unfortunately, but most of the other part of our group has adopted the running and what you've, you've converged a healthy routine with something that probably I think gives you calm and stillness in your day too, which is also time I noticed recently you've start listening to audio books when you do it sometimes too, but also it's become social. And then social links back to, you know, quality of life, I'd say, and experiences. So you're actually converging all these different benefits into one activity. And that's what normally makes anything great. If you think about a great experience, it normally has all these multiple beautiful things like great food, great company, great location, great time of day, great sunset, so on, in, wrapped in one. And it becomes atomic. There's all this beautiful energy stored in one thing. And I think it is just a better way to interpret the world around us and a better way to sense opportunities. You want to get practical about this. How about how you think about opportunities as a result of seeing connectedness? You're seeing two things that go together. 
that Steve Jobs point around creativity, that is just a, a recipe for innovation. I'm just trying to, you know, there's just so many examples. I think even modern technology companies, say Afterpay, right, a prominent Australian company, it just takes an old technology and just puts, which is lay-by payment, and actually just wraps a different, you know, modern technology around it. So it brings software and fintech and all this stuff, and it combines it with, connects it with something that people wouldn't obviously connect, which is a payment method, an old school way of doing things, and brings it together. As you read uh, Anti-Fragile by Taleb, he talks about, I think it was the wheel or the, or the engine was actually invented, you know, thousands of years ago. And it was only when they, they, they brought it back and adopted it to mon modern times and put it in modern machines and cars and stuff like that. And so the more you look at things as separate, which again comes from only going into one field and way of thinking and locking yourself in that echo chamber, the harder it is to be creative, creative with career, which I talked about and creative with life, which you talked about.